Hey, this is Sean Leary, and welcome back to QC Uncut, your source for uncut, unedited, uncensored conversation with local newsmakers. Our guest today is Jeff O'Neill, and Jeff is the founder of Midwest Monster Fest. We talked to Jeff before. They had a very, very successful first event, and unfortunately, the second event needed to be postponed, like so many other events, due to uh, COVID-19. However, Jeff is coming back with a new event, which is kind of a spinoff, which is really cool. It's coming up May 22nd from noon to 7 p.m. It's the Midwest Monster Fest pop-up event at the Rock Island County Fairgrounds. So we're going to talk to Jeff about that today. Jeff, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Now tell us a little bit about this new event. Um, I'm assuming you guys are having it outdoors. I know the last event was at um, the Rust Belt. I'm assuming you guys are having it outdoors due to COVID and, and various precautions, things like that. Yes, yep. We're, it's going to be an indoor kind of slash outdoor event. So, I mean, the indoor part is just it's going to be under the grandstand and one of the other buildings with all of the, the doors open for the vendors and stuff to be just in case, if you know, weather permits, you know. Fingers crossed that we have a, a, a beautiful day in May. Um, but there'll be vendors outside as well working on uh, a few food trucks. Um, going to have some entertainment um, outside. Going to have uh, some sideshow acts by some local performers, uh, you know, doing fire acts, things that you can do outside that we cannot do inside, say, at the, the other venues. Um, doing just, you know, fun entertainment just to kind of do something different outside, you know. And we're going to have... Um, temperature checks just to you know keep make sure everybody's safe in all of the vendor areas even though um, it's partially outside but there'll be we want everybody wearing masks in those areas just to you know to help keep this going we want to have a fun good time but we also want to be safe at the same time now tell them tell us a little bit about the event i know you got some big names who are going to be coming in tell us a little bit about some of the big named folks that are going to be uh, appearing here what they're going to be doing um and kind of how you got these folks to come on out to to the um pop-up event all right well i wanted to do have, have the guests that were linked to the same movie so um it was kind of coincidence that robert mukes who played rufus in house of a thousand corpses um, he reached out to me. I met him a few years ago at a, an event down in St. Louis. And he, you know, said, hey, you know, are you looking for anybody for the show? And I'm like, oh, heck yeah, you know, I'd love to have you. Just for the mere fact that he also has a, a Quad City tie. He played for the Quad City Thunder um, season of 1990 to 91. He only played for a few months, but he was actually in the Quad City area for, for a little bit. And I, I'm sure I actually went and watched them play because that was during a time I was probably about 15, 16 years old, and I was always down at Wharton Fieldhouse either watching, you know, uh, uh, Thunder games or I was going down there to watch the wrestlings when they were there at that time. And um, that is another thing that Robert Meeks eventually ended up doing as well as he switched to, to wrestling. Um, and I'm also uh, bringing in uh, Walter Fleeland, who played Dr. Satan in House of a Thousand Corpses as well. So I... I you know, reached out to him a while back. I was going to try to get him at another event, but I was like, you know, this is the perfect opportunity to, you know, do something with two guests for the same film, um, which he's also done multiple other things. He's uh, He was in, um, he actually, right now he's working on, um, they're doing a Lord of the Rings series, and uh-huh. I'm not sure who's actually doing that, but he, that's where he's at. Actually, he just spoke to me a couple 
you know, put it together as like a little house of a thousand courses thing. Because I mean, that's, that's always a little fun movie. You know, I mean, you know, Sad, you know, Sid, Sid Haig isn't around anymore. You know, that, that guy, he, you know, played Captain Spaulding in it. it, it you know, that movie was just founded between him and, uh, 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 gosh, Otis, who was, uh, Bill Mosley, you know, there's a lot of good classic film, you know, actors in that film, but, uh, but it's, you know, and I wanted to kind of, with, with getting those two guys, I wanted to do something fun as well with, like, with the, with the sideshow acts outside, and then we're also, um, doing, like, some, uh, creepy carnival games, um, but what we're going to do with that is, is any money raised from that, uh, me and my son, were, we were sitting there thinking about what kind of charity we wanted to have the money go to, you know, because we've helped Linnea quickly out with her animal rescue. And it's like, you know what, let's do something different. And my son was like, hey, dad, let's do something for, you know, mental health awareness. You know what I mean? That's a good idea. Yes. I mean, there's been a lot of struggle, you know, with, with youth and just everybody else with, you know, everything that's happened in the past year. and. And that dad really has not helped people's, you know, mental health, you know, lately with, you know, being locked up at home. You know, you got kids that are used to being social that they can't get out and be social. They're stuck at home. You know, their socializing is on social media, which isn't always the healthiest place to go find those things, you know, because you find a lot of negativity. You find right. a lot of good on there, but there's a lot of negativity on there, you know, so that doesn't help, you know, that. So it's, you know, something that we you know, feel big on, you know, because, you know, I've lost some friends to, to, to suicide and, you know, just a lot of different things. So we wanted to make sure that, you know, we wanted that money, if we whatever we raise is going to go to a good, really good cause. Yeah, very important cause. I, I agree with you 100%. Um, who are some of the other uh, people that are going to be there um, for the pop-up? And uh, also, uh, what are some of the other things that, that, that we can look forward to that day that you've got set up? Um, I know you guys had a lot of collectibles for sale and, and a lot of cool stuff like that that was at the at the Monster Fest. Yeah, well, I'm working on one more um, celebrity. I, I, I can't announce him just yet because he isn't 100% locked in yet still waiting to get everything worked out with his manager um just kind of keeping it not real big like the main september event which i've got like 16 different people coming in for that one this one is more you know we'll have tons of vendors between you know collectibles there'll be artists um authors a lot of different um you know horror related and maybe some little pop culture type uh you know vendors and that plan on having some, uh, like I said, some food trucks, you know, maybe try to find a taco truck and stuff like that and get someone else over there. And, um, you know, it's just mainly wanting to have a good time outside. Mm -hmm. You know, we can still have fun and be safe at the same time. You know, we've all been, you know, locked up for a while and it's just like, all right, let's, let's get out and let's have some safe fun and, you know, let's get through this all together and hopefully by, you know, 2022, we'll, be hopefully laughing about the masks and not have to worry about them anymore. And, you know, not really laughing, saying it's a bad laugh, but you right. know, I'm like, oh, thank goodness we're done with these things, you know. It's, um, but, yeah, it's, you know, just wanted to do something cheap and fun. Because right now, I mean, it, I'm, it's, the tickets are $6 in advance. I wanted to do something cheap and fun for people to go outside and have a good time. And, you know, if a lot of people didn't get to really go and celebrate Halloween, and this is kind of a fun little way to, to celebrate halfway to Halloween, because actually May 15th is about the halfway to 
Halloween point. So, I mean, we can kind of call this a halfway to Halloween event, you know, just to, you know, so if anybody wanted to come and dress up in their costumes and just have a great time and watch some great entertainment, meet some great people and, you know, buy some, you know, cool things from some of the vendors and, you know, a lot of, you know, there's even a few vendors that are, uh, you know, some stuff that they, they make themselves. It's not just, you know, purchase toys and, you know, such and selling them. So let's rewind to back when you guys were first starting this. Um, what gave you the idea to put together Midwest Monster Fest? And I remember when you first talked to me, and I was like, man, this is going to take off. This is going to be huge, because I know a lot of people here in the Quad Cities who are huge horror film fans and big monster movie fans. Um, and then, um, of course, it did become a huge success. Let's talk a little bit about that. How did you get the idea? What first got you into it? And then what was it like building that up and having such success with your first event? Well, me and my son, we, we're vendors. Um, we sell toys. It's kind of a little side gig that we do you know, at different pop culture and horror conventions. And we love going to horror conventions. And we are always having to travel. You know, between Chicago and Kansas City, you know, just all over the place. We never had them around here. Um, there was another fun little one, and it's in a Iowa called Halloween of Palooza, and it was a fun little show. But uh, we always enjoyed going to these, and just because I mean, that's we're just big horror nuts. We love watching a, a good scary movie, you know, and, and and I'm glad that my son loves them as well because you know I always had to wait till he was in bed when he was younger to watch those kind of things because I didn't want to freak him out or anything. <laughs> movie you showed him? What was the first movie you guys shared together? Well, the first one he wanted to watch by himself, well not by himself, but he wanted to watch Friday the 13th. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, oh boy, he was only like nine years old. Uh-huh. And I'm like, nah, he might have been eight. And, he, and I'm like, oh boy, he's not going to be able to last. Well, he got into the first part of the credit to the music and he's like, turn it off, Dad, I can't do it. You know, he didn't even get to watch any of it. But then he came to me about a year later and he's like, all right, Dad, I'm ready to watch another one. He grabbed a film that I was really surprised that he actually watched the whole thing. Um, it was the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. It was oh, pretty geez. graphic, really graphic parts in it. And I'm thinking, oh boy, he's not going to be able to watch this. He watched the whole thing, and, and I was quite surprised, you know, because there was some adult scenes in there that, you know, I kind of, hey, turn your head, you know. Right. And, you know, a couple, a couple, and, and you know, that, these are parts that 11 year olds should have been watching at that time. But, uh, I was really surprised that he, he watched all thing, and that's what made me realize, I'm like, okay, he, he's ready to watch some scary movies now. You know, if he could sit through that, I, there were some pretty graphic parts in that movie. Right. Yeah, there were. <laughs> um, yeah, because some of the stuff is very, like, Friday the 13th movies, I remember I was probably like 11 or something when we snuck into the movie theaters to see, like, you know, I don't remember what it was. <clears throat> Like which Friday the 13th movie? There's so many of them. But I, I remember, like, you know, being that preteen, you know, b- me and my friends would go and sneak in and see scary movies and stuff. Um, and they're um, they mostly cartoony. I mean, it's more so like gory and cartoony and stuff like that. It's kind of over the top where, you know, all the Friday the 13th movies and the Nightmare movies and stuff like that. Whereas something like Hills Have Eyes is a lot more hardcore. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's not as cartoony. Really? <laughs> When he grabbed that movie from out of my stack of movies, I'm 
and you know he's not going to stick with it because that's why I was just like no you're not watching that yet because I figured he would just be like nope I'm gonna, you know shut it off kind of like you do with Friday the, I mean uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and I was like well I guess not uh-huh. <laughs> but to get back to what kind of influenced us um, to start Midwest Monster Fest is um, in 2018 December 2018 I, I tore my bicep outside of work so I was off work for like a total of seven months but during the the first month of that happening I knew I needed to find something to help keep myself busy because I would have lost my mind you know off of work for seven months and really limited on what I could do and that's what kind of helped influence to jump into do 2019 show um was you know I kind of made turned lemons into lemonade you know I turned a bad situation and turned it like okay I kept myself busy and did something that me and my son had a good passion over of, of going to these type of horror conventions and um and it was it, it, what was nice was coming up to the event I'm telling you my nerves were just through the roof because you don't know what to expect especially for a first year event right you don't know if people are going to show or if it's going to pack the house and, and you know of course my wandering mind always led me towards what if, what if, what if, you know, and I, I always, so I was a nervous wreck, even that first thing up until the morning. And at first when the doors opened, I was, I was like, okay, there's a few people out there and my nerves are still going. And next thing you know, by 11 or noon, the place was just packed. And it was just like, holy cow. And it was, after the weekend was done, it was kind of nice to sit back and think it all through because, you know, when you're in the moment of doing the event, you know, you've got so much going through your mind because you got to make sure this is done, that's done, you know, and making sure all my ducks are in a row and all my awesome volunteers and everybody who helped make it happen, it helped make it a success, you know, because you, you can't do that stuff solo, you know, it wasn't. Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was so much great help between friends of Izzy Sutton and Jason Whitmarsh and uh, Brett DeLeo. I mean, there's so many different people that, uh, Jeremiah Lambert, uh, an artist out of Peoria, he, he designed the logo and a lot of other images and, and, and things for me that helped make this, helped me brand Midwest Monster Fest and help make it look like, okay, this is something we're, we're serious about. This isn't just something, oh, we're just going to do it one year and call it it. No, we, we want to do this to help do this every year to have a fun event to do something like this around here just because of the, you know this, there is a, a big following of, of horror fans and that they just you know like I said we always had to travel to go to something like this right right now what's your favorite uh, what are your what are your top three favorite horror movies my top three uh, have to go with Return of the Living Dead that's kind of a big reason why I'm bringing Linnea and uh, Tom Matthews to, to the September event um, that's that's one of my one of my favorite, um, and always have to stick with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. That was actually my first scary movie that I watched. I was the youngest out of four children, so I, I either in the early '80s you either watched it or you went up to your room and didn't watch it. You know, cause uh-huh. you didn't have, we didn't have a lot of TVs through the house, so that was that was the first horror film that I watched, and I was just like, holy cow! You know, I'm thinking that was probably six years old when I watched that, seven years old, and I was just like, man, I kind of, you know, I was a little spooked at first, you know, <laughs> you know, that, you know, just kind of like the first time I watched Friday the 13th, you know, and the movie didn't spook me 
much at all until the creepy little boy Jason popped out of the boat, out of the water to to get her in the boat. You know that that spooked the crap out of me. I was, like, I, was about going, I was a little nervous about going to lakes for a little while when I was probably seven, eight years old. I'm like, yeah, no thanks. I'm not going in there. But, uh, I gotta throw a newer horror film in there just because I I I, I like it and I. Just because it's got good quad, quad city ties with it, that it has to be haunted. You know, it's 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 a newer film. I love I love I love the film. I mean, it's between the talent that made it and the talent that is in it. You know, mm-hmm. it's getting to know you know local actor Justin Markson. He is awesome, Greg. Awesome he's a total. Guy. He's a cool dude. I've worked with him a bunch of times. He's a he's a friend of mine. He's a great guy. Yes, he's a good guy. I mean, he's, you you can tell he's just a wholesome, great guy. You know, about his family. Um, I met Chaney Morrow, who played Ghost, and I'm bringing him in as well to the to the September event. And he's, you know, he's, he's a great guy as well. He, he's also in a few other, you know, films. He was in the new uh, reboot of Wrong Turn. And then, uh, you know, the, the actor Damien Maffei, um, who played the devil, he was in Strangers, They Pray at Night. He was in The Burlap Mask. He was also in Wrong Turn, the reboot as well. He's a heck of an actor. I mean, it's... Um, Film, I just really enjoyed it. Um, my son loved it. You know, it, was, it just yeah, it's to me that's one of my newer, newer favorite films. Um, I've actually got a, a wall at my house. I've got the the uh, full size haunt poster, and then I bought the uh, Blu-ray release package that they had and they had individual posters of, of each of the masks. I got those hanging up in my living room, and I got a, a clown mask and a. a Ghost mask hanging up in there as well. So it's, I mean, that's, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, looking forward to the event, May 22nd. Uh, what in particular uh, would you like folks to know going into the event? Where can they get their tickets? Um, what are some things you're really looking forward to? And also, um, uh, can you give us any uh, info on the event in September you guys got going on? Yeah, um, tickets, um, we can get them at, at MidwestMonsterFest.com or starting uh, this Monday, which this should be released well after that, I will have them um, available at Co-op Records for both events, for the September event and the May event. Um, you know, the event, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm just excited to get back out with right. people and, and, and do this a fun and safe way. That's, that's my biggest thing. I just want to see people have fun, you know, and it's... And enjoying, you know, like I said, there were some people that they, they got, not saying they got robbed of their Halloween, but we just really didn't get to do what we all wanted to do on a normal Halloween. And so hopefully we can have a little fun with this and, and have, you know, between the, the sideshow acts and meeting two really cool guys from House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, and I'm, I'm really hoping this other uh, falls into place. I, I just really can't leak it out just yet just because if it falls through, I'll look like a goofball. <laughs>
really cool people coming in for that event. You know, we've got everybody rolled over from 2020. Since 2020 didn't get to happen, um, every every actor and such is, is coming back. So everybody between C.J. Graham, Tom Matthews, Linnea Quigley, uh, Tamara Glenn, Rob Mello, J.J. Cohen, um, Cheney Morrow, Justin Markson, I'm um, even bringing some, a few musicians in as well. Um, I got uh, Richie Ramone. He was with the Ramones for about four years back in the 80s. And then uh, my my first concert I ever went to back in 1991, I got to see Living Color at the Call Ballroom. And I'm bringing in uh, uh, Corey Glover, the singer nice. from Living Color. That, I'm, ex- I'm totally excited about meeting him. That was, that's just a blast from the past for me. I love that band. That's it's just... I mean, who doesn't love the song called Personality? Yeah, that's you know, an awesome song. I mean, that song has so much meaning behind it, just not just being a song, just the the, the, the meaning behind the song itself, the meaning behind the band. It just, they, yeah, they were great. So it's, but it's, yeah, and, and I do have three other guests that I'm announcing for that event, but I got to keep it a little quiet. I, I want to keep a little anticipation waiting. You can't just spoil it all at once. Not to have anything to kind of, have surprise for you know when those months come so most likely on may 22nd i may announce a guest or two at the event um just to kind of have a little fun with it you know a little bit of anticipation and uh then one other thing that we, we've been working on as well is we've been working on a mascot uh for midwest monster fest so i had uh, izzy sutton he is a an fx artist and i had him uh Design them, uh, make the mask. But I also, who I had create the creature was uh, Cameron Johnson, which is an artist from Peoria. He came up with this pretty neat little uh, little monster that, uh, and it's not gonna be like a mascot, like if you go to a Mallards game looking all happy and you know it's gonna be. I know Mallards ain't here anymore, but I mean, <laughs> you yeah, know I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, but it's going to be kind of a spooky looking mascot, but it's going to be a fun mascot. I mean, it's not like, uh, I just wanted to do something kind of different, kind of original. And, um, these guys have been working pretty hard on, on making, making it happen. We should be, uh, uh, presenting the monster at May 22nd. So we'll have, have him as well running around. Sounds cool, man. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for being a guest on the show and looking forward to the event. May 22nd, noon to 7 p.m. at Rock Island County Fairgrounds over in East Moline. You can go and check out the Midwest Monster Fest pop-up event. Get your tickets at MidwestMonsterFest.com. And as always, QuadCities.com, happy to be a sponsor of Midwest Monster Fest as well. It's a great event, and Jeff is an awesome dude for bringing it to life. So thank you very much, Jeff. Yep, thank you. Appreciate it. And thank you for listening to QC Uncut, uncut, unedited, uncensored conversation with local newsmakers. Go and check out the Midwest Monster Fest pop-up May 22nd, noon to 7 p.m. at Rock Island County Fairgrounds. And have a great time with that. And also Midwest Monster Fest this September. Go and check that out, too. Thanks a lot for listening. I'm Sean Leary. Hope you have an awesome day.